Normie Podcast. What up? What up? Happy Friday morning. Sound off in the comments. Let us know what y'all are up to. Probably chilling out at work. We're about to give you a little bit of mid-work entertainment. And by mid, I mean right here at the very beginning of your workday. What the flip is going on? What's your name? Surich. I am Pat. What up? It's Mickey. You know. It's the young coffee junkie, your boy Chris Johnson. The only thing I'm addicted to is this sweet, sweet brown bean water. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't drank coffee in a month and a half. Shit, congratulations. Really? How do you feel? Good. You've been, you've good. Been, not you, to, you just, I don't feel like I need it anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't have that like I need a coffee or I stay awake. Well, Once so, I figure so we, out that caffeine is just fakes you out from like making you forget that you're tired, not actually waking you that's up. That's so true. I'm like, I'd rather do the stretches, jumping jacks. Does I that work? Tea. I've been drinking tea, so there's, I guess there's a little caffeine, caffeine in tea. tea. What kind There's of tea caffeine. is it? Earl Grey. Oh, yeah, it's got a lot of caffeine. You're Earl Grey, man. Green tea and Earl Grey. What yeah. about water? Water. Eight <laughs> <laughs> regular H2O. Regular? See, I don't believe in it. I need coffee. It's um, way... To keep me regular. This is going to sound dumb because it is, but it's way more difficult to drink water than it would seem. Like, you know, like, it's like the recommended amount of water per day. It's just, it's hard. You just get one of those growlers, fill it up, hard, crash it. It's hard my for man, me to hit that man. goal. It's you, hard for me to hit that goal. Those bottles. I know, yes. I know, I know. And I'm, that exa- that's one thing I was going to say. You have one of those bottles. I know, exactly. you, got, you got and it. And it was, it was great, but I only make it, I'm supposed to drink two of those per day. I can only make it to about but, like three-fourths of one. But you just do it. It's just like getting drunk. If you don't want to take a that, shot, you just throw it back. You just fucking put it away and be well, like, Well, it's not even that. You got to like pee every like six that's minutes the, the thing, thing is like the more you move the more you don't want to drink anyway so like yeah. i feel like when you like you when you use that tonal you probably drink two of those anyways yeah so you got your day well, in. the question is how often are you using a tonal i don't want to talk about it i'm gonna get back into it this weekend <laughs> well uh here's my hot take on the water drinking you get one giant ass jug you crash it at the beginning of the day and then both like not before you go to bed the whole but jug you, yeah just crash that shit you say you finish in the whole jug in the morning or you say you finish the whole jug in the day can I in, the, in the morning are you supposed to drink six to eight like these types of glasses for yeah but that's day? not enough so but that's, that's still not yes. they say you're supposed to drink like damn near a gallon so gallon is more that's more you're active that's like active but six to eight glasses is still not enough water you're supposed really? to yeah it's, it's like eight to twelve now your body's 70 percent water 70 80 percent water yeah, but isn't it like it's not hard to just like you drink water with your meals? Like, yeah, man. but you know what? I also heard like the the water that we have like in like tap water and well, no, maybe tap water has more minerals, but like purified water, it, it runs like because you have to yeah. pee so often, it just runs through you faster because there's nothing. There's in the nothing wa- in there. Yeah, there's nothing in there that your body really. Does. I don't drink purified water. I drink huh? mineral water. Yeah, and that and that's what that's, that's what like that, you that should be on makes you pee less. And that's why well water is great. Listen here, guys, we're about to do this weekend catch up. Catching up. up with these goons after the weekend, which is weird that we do a weekend catch up at like Friday, right, right before, before the, the weekend, weekend begins. But because <laughs> this we're is doing more like a week catch up, a week catch up. All right, so what do y'all been up to, man? Uh, so I didn't do shit this whole week, but I got excited. I got my car back. That's the biggest thing that happened. Finally got my car back. I was in the shop, getting repaired for about a month, and now it's back in the shop. Just today, so. <laughs> That's um, tight. But I, mean, I, I didn't realize how much I missed my fucking car. Um, is it the shop's fault? Like oh, now well, I was back in the shop for the right reasons. It's getting like his uh, oil change, maintenance, and uh, tire changed, and all that for stuff. Right you don't reasons. just do all that in the driveway? I don't know how to do that. Do you know how to do that? Change your oil? Yes, change your oil. I've done it one time. It's not that hard. 
For real? I, I pay people to do it now, but I had to do it. Yeah, once. exactly. That's one of those things where you can learn to do it, and you're like, no, yeah. this isn't worth the time. Because then you're just left with the oil pan that you I, have to I, take to them you, anyway. That, that, that is so true. I, like that, I see my dad do it, and I'm like, I tell my dad, bro, Walmart's on like 30 bucks. And like time is money. Exactly. Is money. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna spend a whole Saturday. Exactly. Trying to and you like it's like what Chris says. You come out dirty. Like you have oil stains, and then not just you have oil stains. Your driveway has. Oil you have put a mat down. Well, it's, it's kind of a good feeling though when you're like doing some outdoor work and you're like grease yeah. monkey straight up. Yeah, working a tank top. Yeah, my Girl dirty. comes by, you're like, what's going on? What's Sorry, I'm working on my my ride. I don't think oh anyone's God. looking at my 60 year old dad in his tank top. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> See, that's why I work on my bike because I know I can fix it pretty easy and I don't get super dirty. But I guess I also do it in the house. So working on bikes. Like, like if anybody walks by and you're working on the bike, you're not like, hey, girl, what's up? You're like, what's up? I'm almost finished. I just changed my gear ratio. She's like, dude, why are you talking to me? <laughs> not as sexy. Not as exciting. What about you, Mickey? Um, we've been up to? Weekend. Um, oh, I actually, I don't know. So... Every weekend, there's something going on. So for the past two weekends, I actually had Saturday and Sunday to myself. So I decided I need to catch up on a lot of housework. I've been in my house for almost a year now, and it still feels like I haven't fully moved in. So I spent the last two weekends just like rearranging my house. I rearranged my bedroom. I'm super happy with it. It's, it turned out really nice. I rearranged my office. It's pretty sweet. Cleaned my house. So I, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty comfortable. I have a question for you. I know why you feel like your house is like you haven't fully moved in yet, but I still feel so new to you. Because mm. you always rearrange in your fucking house. You know how many times you rearrange your house in a year? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know. Most you gotta, people you, do it once a year. You, you gotta, do it like four times a year. You gotta, every quarter. You got to find the vibe, you know. I'm just like, <laughs> right. maybe maybe the couch. Where, where, where's the couch now? It's ba- it's still back up against the wall, you know. I, I even went so far as to... <laughs> Manually pull weeds out of my yard, dude. Like I was getting it. That's dude. how you get them out. Yeah, good that shit. Camera working now at the front door, so we can Camera's see. working. Next time, if everything. someone hits Pat's car, yep. Everything. <laughs> I, have, I have security now. It works. <laughs> good, good. That's pretty much it. What about you, Serge? Last last weekend, uh, nothing. I was taking care. Corey has COVID. My dad has COVID. Shit. No shit. What? Yeah, it sucks. Um, how don't you have it? Are you just super immune now? I. I Maybe because I had it back in you're what just, was it, February. Yeah, we just recently had. Well, we recently just had you're it. Just but like, that, it's enough time that we could get it again. Oh. I feel like I thought Maybe. it was six months. It's six, but it could also be like two. Oh, so uh, we had it in February after we collabed <sighs> so with RTTV. Yeah, but yeah. not to blame RTTV. It was probably the flight. It was Rob City. I'm <laughs> 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 no, we uh, I'm just taking care of Corey, the, the new puppy, and the cats. So just. It's kind of tired, but um, found time to choreograph the dance over the weekend. That's that's what I did. No, and Corey's rewatching Game of Thrones while she's sick, so I've been rewatching Game of Thrones, and it's Loki getting me hyped for House of the Dragon. It oh. is. Yeah. Maybe I should do that because mm. I'm kind of not hyped for it. I'm with yeah, you. I'm kind of not there. I'm with y'all. It's like. It's depressing to go back and try to watch that show. Uh, yeah. you, just, you know, it's just like, this is some of the best. This is somehow simultaneously some of the best and worst television. Dude, let me tell you, the actors are so good. Like, the first four well, seasons oh, or so, masterpiece. Like, the acting is just incredible. Every scene. And Corey had never done a rewatch. So she's like, I'm just understanding so much more. Like, she barely knew who, like, Renly Baratheon was. And, like, diving back into that world of Westeros again reminded me why we loved it so much. Like, yeah. the lore and the world building is fucking awesome. And I'm kind of here for House of the Dragon now. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm 
where I was very lukewarm on it now, I'm I'm actually ready to die. I right have now. hopes for it because it's it's Shit. directed by the person that made some of the best episodes. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Miguel Sapochnik. Ooh. He did uh, Battle of the Bastardos. Ooh. And I remember did that. Hard Home. Hard Home. Oh, I remember Ooh. that one too. Mm-hmm. I remember. Ah, I clapped because I remember. Did he do the 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 loot train? Probably. <laughs> he just, he did all the hype episodes. Yeah, he did all the best ones. So. <laughs> Uh, my week catch-up is, one, over the weekend, I met some of the best marketing people of all time. Um, so on uh, the like app for like shit to do around town, as you guys know, Run is always on that fucking thing. And she was like, there's like a neighborhood bazaar. And I was like, okay, I usually don't go to the shit you suggest, but neighborhood bazaar sounds kind of fucking awesome. It's going to be a neighborhood bazaar. And we were already in the neighborhood. So I was like, yeah, let's go to the fucking neighborhood bazaar thing. We get there. It's two houses doing a yard sale. <laughs> and I don't know how they were able to pitch that shit as a neighborhood a bazaar. bazaar. But like I was like, you motherfuckers got the best marketing in the whole entire city. Like it was on like an official like website of like things to do in Indy. Like do Indy. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. And it was like neighborhood bazaar. And I was like, it's two houses with a bunch of and it's of course a, they all garage. they were like uh, they were kind of like a bunch of hippie chicks they were super cool and they had like a bunch of rave shit so running was like oh rave stuff and I was what? like dude what is this <laughs> yeah, I did buy some baller ass jackets though. low barrier entry for throwing a bazaar we should right? right that's what I said I was like we need to get them for marketing they need to I don't know who they know at the do indie thing but we need to hype up some shit and people come and it's what, like what we're this? just selling you I this. didn't know about a bazaar well it wasn't one it's not it a was, bazaar it was two houses next to each other doing a yard sale it's a pretty bizarre. It was. It was bizarre. <laughs> a bizarre, Good, but, bizarre. Yeah. Uh, I bought two baller ass uh, race jackets. So um, one of the girls' parents used to work at the track, and they got pit crew jackets. Oh, and they had them for sale, and I got two for hundred bucks. What? Like yeah. actual? Yeah. Legit pit yeah. crew jackets. Like wait till this fall. I'm coming out with some ridiculous shit. Dang. That's dope. Man. Uh, and then I did some stand up uh, over on the northwest side. Over by the Sybaris. Y'all fuck with the Sybaris? Sybaris? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the one where there's a hotel room, there's water inside your yeah, room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. pool in there, but it's but Remember, it's we've, gotten, we've gotten kicked out of there before. We did? Yeah. We? Oh, oh not us, but I remember Amrath remember had a party there one time. And oh, how yeah. did that work? Because they only let two people in at a time. Yeah, we So y'all got we kicked could. out because you were like 10 deep? We thought yeah. we could fit like 30 in there. Yeah. So. We, we, did we, you think that they would? You got to go through a gate to get there. We, we had they? a whole carpool system and everything, yeah. and it failed. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, we, we tried did. to be as Indian but as we possible. Were tactical with our party. Yeah. We were like, all right, the two <laughs> but also it's a. Why y'all throw a party at the it, sex it hotel? Was a, tell them you're visiting because there's a pool in the fucking room. You know how cool it is to party with a pool in your room. You are not wrong. You are not wrong. So they probably thought there was like a. Like a oh, or- orgy. The yeah. brownest orgy of all time. <laughs> so many pubes. Brown out. <laughs> Welcome to Brown Out 2022. We're going hard. Uh, so so yeah, I, I said, one, more, one more thing about the Super Hotel. So it's like people only go there just to fuck. Right? Yes. The, you can go there yeah, for like just anniversaries an afternoon. and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like sitting on just yeah, So, but like, do they clean that? Because like, I'm sure that's, people are fucking a, in the pool. That's a good question. Possibly. Probably. I mean, the chlorine, you know. Look, I imagine, look, I've been there once, and I didn't get pregnant, so I assume they clean the water pretty often. That hey, is a good question. You don't want to get it in your to, mouth, though. I'm about to blow your mind. Ready? Nine out of ten people pee in the pool. 
Whoa. Oh, yeah. I'm making that up, but I think it's true. Nah, 9 oh, out of 10. I think it's... I think, ten, go I, think to, ten, I think 10 out of 10. Go to a pool where everyone's <laughs> drinking. I don't get why people got it. I, listen, I was in Cabo. You, you never pissed in the No, no, I did not. I did not. The whole time I was in Cabo, I pissed in the ocean, but not in Cabo. Yeah. There's restrooms everywhere, mm-hmm. and I've been drinking, and I get myself up to go fuck. Who the... Why? Pat. Okay, look, look. Hold, hold on. Just re- you hey. ever notice that when you're in the pool drinking with a bunch of people, people aren't getting out every 20 <laughs> seconds to go pee. <laughs> And I you, do. I know that you do, but you notice that everyone else in the pool ain't getting like it going, somebody right? Somebody will just drift far away for a second. Be like, what's going on over here? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's the golden lap. You take the golden lap. Yeah. You ever see okay. me just like split off from so, the group and I like go? I around. figured you were feeling a drink of gourd in the back. Look, I look. just came right back. <laughs> I just thought you wanted the jets to touch you a bit. I try to judge it like a fart. You know, like when you like, it's the size of the pee. If it's like a big pee, then I'm gonna go it's use. It's always a, a big pee. Well, okay, look. Yeah, you've like, been drinking. <laughs> right, right, right. But like it depends on like you know drinking is a spectrum. There's you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're on certain levels. So if it's like a big pee, if I can feel it's like gonna be a long one, I'll go to the bathroom. I'll be courteous. But if it's like a short one, you know, just do, take a little lap. You know, big <laughs> or long, bro. I, just, I will I, be I, having I, a full on conversation with someone while I'm peeing. Uh, no way. No. I just, you can't I'm do not walking. I'm not getting close to me. <laughs> You'll never know, and we'll never know. When me and Corey were at uh, uh, Cancun <laughs> and we were at this resort. Amazing pool, right by the beach. It was awesome. People were there drinking the poolside bar. <laughs> there were absolutely no bathrooms, and I never saw anyone get out in right? like three, right? four hours. Everyone so knows. Like, if you get in the pool, you are consenting to be in other people's pee. Yeah. This is at this point well, in life. It's a fact. Somebody's gonna find you out. They go. And guess what? I'll be like, bitch. I know you're doing it too. Aren't you afraid somebody's like, ooh, I got some yellow shit on me? That's no, not I mean, how it. that works. I'll be you courteous. I will never pee in front of you guys. I, I, I will never do say, it by you guys. I will say there's a Adam Sandler <laughs> movie that set a new fear in me. You know when they uh, pee in the pool and like it turns a different color. That's, they I, need to do that. No, I hear that's an urban legend. I hear that that it, like so. It never, like, yeah, it never, it never happened. actually happened, because, but it's like, a thing that spooks you. Like, oh fuck, it's gonna happen. It, they no, it, make does, it does spook me now because like when I'm in a new pool that I've never been in, and I'll do like a test burst. Don't y'all pee in the ocean? I so yeah, much water. Well's fucking there. I'm like, yeah. all right, hold on. We got way off the. <laughs> we can catch up. I did some stand up. I wanted to tell you about it, but we got deep into the. Deep <laughs> no, end. Let, yeah. Let's get back to it. You and Mickey have done some stand ups. Let's, so, let's talk about stand up. Uh, Mickey, let me go and I'll uh, hop you on. So uh, I did a stand up for the first time two Tuesdays ago, and I got on to the next level. Competition wasn't super stiff, and I did well for my first time. There's a video of it. If you fucks want to see the video, comment about it, yeah. and maybe we'll post it on the normies. So then, now that I'm in the next round, I was like, I gotta go do some practice. So Monday, I went to some stand-up, an open mic over on the northwest side, yeah. and uh, I went first. I did fine. But, what I wanted to talk about was the other people that went. And there was this lady who open mic night she did erotic poetry she's a straight up auntie doing erotic poetry and she had a lisp and she was just like titty slapping <laughs> fucking hot that's what i like and i was like <laughs> was it miss poovy well done it was not miss poovy i don't God. think so that's hilarious but uh so that the, there was another dude a lot of um uh, the the night kind of started off raunchy i don't know why it's not that i was the first one who started i wasn't talking about anything raunchy i was talking about like check shit chris not talking about anything but the dude was like uh, this guy was telling about a threesome he had with his friend his buddy or two dudes and a girl right and uh, he was like yeah my friend and wife two dudes and a girl that's a foursome 
two dudes and one girl. Yeah, he said a guy talked about having a two dudes and one girl. It was a threesome. Okay. And then he was like, you know, my buddy was being weird. He wanted to do a high five and like I grabbed his hand and went and stopped and it was like kind of gay. And like this is an all black crowd on the near west side and black folks tend to be a little bit homophobic. Yeah, black folks, I'm calling y'all out. As a general group, get it together, especially my folks <laughs> from the hood. Gay shit happened. Live with it. <laughs> but uh, they, you can tell the crowd was getting like, Ooh. and then a dude came up next, and he was like the comic in between. He was like, "Hey, bro, I just want to let you know, y'all ran a train on her. That is not a threesome, ladies. If you have sex with two men, you're getting a train ran on you." And I was like, "If I was a woman, I'd be like, good. Like I don't give a fuck what you call it. If I want more dicks, I'm getting them." <laughs> then there was um mm-hmm. another lady who talked about her vibrator a bunch in the middle comic. The dude who was doing like the presenting was like. Fellas, <laughs> he was like, "Don't let your lady use a fucking vibrator. You're just training your replacement." <laughs> he was like, "If you got bad dick, give her bad dick." And I was like, "This is funny, but also he might be dead ass serious." And it kind of makes it like, like he was doing a seminar, and then the very last dude, for whatever reason, he got to go on for 20 minutes, and Ooh. he was, um, he was like recording something for his tape, and he was poly. And he was by, and he was saying some shit. Was freaking the crowd. I was talking about like kissing boys. You get your people back. Be like, oh, oh. you could just hear the crowd getting like uncomfortable and squirming. And I was like, no one's laughing. I was like, I think it's funny for all the wrong reasons. And he really didn't hit any jokes that like landed with the crowd. But also, he didn't really hit like any solid, solid jokes. So, so opinion, he had twenty like, minutes, and he did twenty minutes, bro. And like, it's not all about like reading going, the crowd. Going. Like, if Woo. your jokes aren't landing, you can still like make that you funny. Sh- yeah, you, know? you could be like, "Well, I'm never doing this again." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Could, you could like you poke gotta, fun at yourself that, a little bit. That's something. Fun. He needed to pivot. He was like, "He's a freight train, bro." He's like, "We're gonna get through these. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> We're like, going." Bro. And I was like, "Damn, dude." That's when we get to the advanced level. You like, you have to have. Again, it's a spectrum. You gotta have jokes. <laughs> Everything's for every, a spectrum. You gotta have jokes yeah. for every crowd. Yeah, every yeah, like professional comedians. I'm sure, like something's not going well, or like, oh, this is a more conservative crowd, or this is a more liberal crowd. I'm yeah. sure that they tailor their jokes. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I mean, if you want to freight train it, you can make that funny too. I feel like just being like, yeah. I'm, we're doing this. Like everyone, buckle up. Like it's just fucking happening. I don't like. It's been a while since I done stand up, but when I used to do open mics. Um, it could be embarrassing sometimes, like when people don't laugh, and I'm like, God, I'd never want that to happen to me. But everybody bombs. Like yep. I think I bombed before too. But like uh, this guy came up and he read. He it was this Indian dude. I can't remember his name, but Wait, he like yours, rapped. Yours happened? No, no, no this no, no. was from like years ago. Oh, okay. He it was at Crackers Comedy Club, but he essentially had a rap, and he like did the whole rap, and like nobody <laughs> laughed or chuckled. But he like he he just did the whole thing. Like he didn't stop, and I was like, I had to commend him. You, for his, you have to commit for his commitment. You, you know? got to commit. Yeah, that's that's all. I'm like, oof. My uh, biggest fear is not like the laughs. It's getting heckled. I, I, I don't, what do you mean? I'm so I'm so non-confrontational. I just don't think I could do. It. I, I just I, I will I will just freeze. On just stage. lay down. Just yeah. lay down. Just, I'm not confrontational. I'm laying down. Maybe that could be funny. I would be <laughs> fucking hilarious. So like, do you mean like heckle someone just like? Dissing you or someone said that's not funny. They'll be like, "Boo, you fucking suck." I, I think "boo" is just like laughing. So he- like, yeah, heckling is a spectrum. Boo. Oh so <laughs> my god, "boo" is not <laughs> laughing. "Boo" is no, no, not-, Boo's not laughing. But "boo" is like laughing. It's like it's like it's like, it's like, it's like hold, let me let me finish. So it's like it's it's a surface level thing. Feedback. Yeah, it's feedback. It's like quick feedback. So it's like you. you you know, yeah, it's not, so, it's so not, you could like like Kevin Hart or Dave Chappelle. If they hear a boo, they'd be like, oh, "I'm not feeling that." Okay, yeah, it's not. Like, it's not know. like they're not. They're not like you suck. I think what's worse is when you're trying to explain something and it's like, "Who here uh, likes 
cheese or whatever and there's like get off no like, yeah, yeah, yeah no one or something oh, so like that's, like, that's heckless so being that's straight up like, yeah or if you're trying to set up a joke and someone interrupts your setup like if mickey's like uh hey uh what's one of your make you did that like purse thing right yeah like if mickey was like uh yeah i got this like purse thing and someone's like it's not a fucking purse it's a messenger bag like and he's like oh well now where i'm gonna go with that like and he's like oh well now where i'm gonna go with that like you know what I mean? like, <laughs> it could throw you off or, like interrupt you but tell us about your stand-up thing oh um yeah, I did stand up too. Well, actually, as Chad Sassurge, you, you're the one who found the contest. Yeah, you um, made us do this. You made us do this. You fucking cut. shout out to Corey. She sent me. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, there's a, a local contest happening um, at, at one of the local comedy clubs. So Sassurge joined it, told us about it. We joined it, and then I might, forgot about it for like three months. I forgot. I was supposed to perform on the same night as Chris, but I forgot about it. So that night, I created my routine. Luckily, they were able to bump me to the next day. But that worked to my detriment because I was competing against 11 people and only two of them were not really that funny. Everybody else Ooh. everybody else was either it, they they were, they range from the spectrum of pretty good to really good. <laughs> you know, so we're about and, to get you a shirt. And it was a it was a full crowd too. But so uh, only Surge showed up and th- and that's fine. Like I, I purposefully didn't really tell anybody about Same. this. Because I wanted to do it in front of people that I didn't know um, to really gauge, like, am I funny? And I got some chuckles. I, I think I did pretty well. You did well. You did awesome. I thought your thing was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, like, sincerely yeah. funny. Like, I, re- I knew your jokes and then watching you perform. I was like, oh, these fucking... I, uh, I made the mistake of... Oh, sorry. Go on. Oh, no. I, I, uh, I, so, I've only done open mic, like, twice before. And it was years ago. And both times I blanked on stage, and that was the worst feeling. When, <laughs> where you just forget everything. Like I practiced for hours, but this time I didn't forget anything. I had a good flow. People were laughing. I I, I personally felt good about it, even though I didn't make it through. But like I, I know I had to that's what matters. Right? That's, that's good. Nice. Yeah. That was it. It was fun. Yeah. And then you're going next. Did week. you get heckled? I did not. No heckling. We're going to show and, up in heckle search. And, yeah. You know, honestly, shout out to like uh, the other comedians there. Like everybody that's in the open mic scene, I feel like they're very they're, nice. They're pretty. Yeah. Everybody's like pretty supportive. You always hear like stories of like people, you know, or assholes, assholes and stealing other people's jokes. But that wasn't my experience. The dude who bombed at the other spot, he was telling me about how mean comedians were to him in Georgia. And I think it might be because it kind of sucks. This is a Midwest mentality. Uh, I couldn't tell. Like, I was dead serious. Like, I couldn't tell. I was like, man, I don't know if it's you or if they were being mean on purpose. You shouldn't be mean to anybody. Yeah. And just because I didn't think he's funny doesn't mean that a bunch of other people wouldn't. But, like, right. it was just hard to tell. Like, he'd been doing it for a while. And I couldn't tell, like, where his jokes were supposed to be. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, set up, punchline, set up, punchline. In regards to the that comedians being nice, like, that's how you're supposed to, if you want to take it as a serious career path, that's how you're supposed to get up and networking is just like showing up early, like drinking with their fellow comedians, just like yeah. getting in the scene, you know? Yeah, networking, oh, just hanging out. I already, I mean, like, um, I mean, I'm I'm pretty socially awkward when I'm like with a bunch of people that I don't know, but uh, uh, this one guy. Drink. Named, this <laughs> one guy named Blake came up to me, started talking to me. He was uh, he was really funny too, and he, he you know, immediately was super helpful gave me like this Google document of all the open yeah, mics in the yeah, city. Yeah, they did the same so, for me, man. They hooked it it's up. crazy. Like it's, he has his own persona. Like he talked like a regular person to you, yeah. but on stage he was like, he's just like, <laughs> you know what, guys? <laughs> like he had like it was like part of his shtick. At first I was like, is he really like? Is that how he is? But like that was his thing, where he's like thinks like whatever he's saying is hilarious. You know what I mean? Like he's on the verge of la- like. I'm gonna laugh before I even do you guys did because I put it on my story like who wants to come and now like 15 mm. people are like coming mm. and so now, now it's like more nerve-wracking you know what I mean because if I would have done bad 
none of my friends would have saw me. Yeah, that's that, bro. That that's why that's my exact mentality. Catch twenty two. They might fake laugh for me. So. <laughs> you know I ain't fake laughing. You yeah. know but, I ain't uh, fake laughing. You would be able to be funny. <laughs> we'll yeah, I can't. Uh, I I really can't wait to see it because you. Uh, I think I've seen you do stand up once before. It was bad. The time Maybe you twice. came was bad. I think you're funny. I, you were just, you were like, in my brain, you were always like the stand-up dude. Because yeah. you're like, I'm doing it up. I'm like, I'm doing it up. I'm like, you and Mickey were like those guys. Quit looking outside. It's been sorry. a while. Though. And then, uh, so I'm excited to see, uh, like I saw Will Mickey down. I'm excited to see yours. Uh, you guys, if you want to see these videos. Are we going to start getting into we'll the stand-up game now? Should we, should we Patreon it? Or should we? Patreon yeah, Patreon it. It. We'll release some clips. We, and I like want to see phone. the most amount of views. I want to, you got to yeah. put that shit straight on YouTube and just be like, let us know what you think. So let's shut the fuck up, bro. I, I got to. Because that's where we'll get the brutal feedback. That's what, that's what I want. No, I want people to just yeah, be no, absolutely yeah, 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 yeah. So you okay, random strangers listen to your comment, but when I asked you, for, you were so hesitant for me to listen August 10th that's you can come to the next one on August 10th I, is that round two for you yeah well, it's round you know, two that for means me he cares about your opinion he was yeah scared. you are not going to see me try for the first time and possibly <laughs> fail you're going to watch me do it when I know that I think I know what I'm doing no yeah I uh I, yeah it was super fun it was really fun all right, so are, are we going to start getting into yeah, the stand-up? We're on to the... I we're think so. Try. We're going to try. We're also doing uh, improv soon. Yeah. yeah. Doing improv class. Training, soon. yeah. Oh, maybe we'll do... A, now we can do stand-up at Normicon and really just get all of the fake laughs. So, someone no. asked, like, you guys should just do your stand-up. You should. Honestly, no, no, no. Because no. I mean, we, we could... It would be awesome because, like, there's so many specific jokes pertaining to our niche that I just... Yeah, you, we could totally you do that. do it. I feel like that wouldn't be too kind of easy, though, right? Could we not just milk it? Because, like, we know... We anybody who comes to Normicon, we share the same bags of references. Yeah. Like I can make my friends laugh ten times easier than making strangers laugh. That's that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like like the jokes in my head about our niche, like it'll only work at Normicon because they. That'd be fine because I think one of the jokes would be, fine. "Hey y'all, yeah. Pat had a ridiculous opinion," and everyone would just like, <laughs> they're just like Pat did. He always does. Like I did a lot. Like when we did stand up back in the day, I did do crackers, but I also did like Purdue Sasa shows. So it was a lot of like South Asian Indian. Pakistani Muslim students were in the audience, so I would do a jokes. lot of brown jokes. I can't remember. I think I tried to keep it family friendly, but the stuff that wasn't family friendly, I've said in like Normie's reactions, like yeah. Punjabi people, like how they climax. Is it like, oh ho, oh ho? Oh. <laughs> 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 I was like, there's no way I'm gonna do that in front of my parents, bro. Been hilarious. Corey, yeah. we need you to confirm or Bro, deny. You would have been a dying legend. Uh, a fucking legend. You would have been a legend. Bro, you would have had your name Molly's dad looking at me like. I love you. Uh, uh, I um. Uh, I would pay money for that. I would pay I money too. for you to get up and do the dirtiest brown jokes yes. you got you in guess. front of the brownest brown you possible. Guess. You can still do that joke. Just do it for white people. They, they, they. they but no, nah, it nah, hits nah. harder with it because yeah. you gotta. Yeah. If you would have did this well before I knew what the I was, I'd be like, okay, I don't think I get that. But knowing now what it is and being to like five different weddings <laughs> and seeing uncles do that shit, I would be in tears. I'd be in fucking tears, borderline in tears. If it ever, if it ever opportunity presents itself, I will do it. <laughs> All right, look, y'all, we're about to move on. Uh, away from weekend catch-ups and stand-up comedy and shit to uh, Marvel and Bungra and Thor and Phase 4. Oh. So Phase 4? Thor 4. Yeah, um, 
Uh, I guess I'll kick us off with uh, we'll work our way back around because the phase four part I think is the smallest part, so I'll start there. Uh, Shelby pointed out she's not super excited for phase four, and we started talking about it. Uh, Shelby is uh, she works here at the office with us. She's one of the people behind the scenes, but she's also on uh, the Secret Screen Society, formerly known as Waifu Watch. So yes, go check yes, out yes. Waifu Watch if you guys want to see what our sister channel is all about, or Secret Screen Society S three. Check them out. Check anyway, them out. she was like, I'm not super so, so, excited, and she's big in the Marvel. I'm big she in the was Marvel. on the Doctor Strange review with Mickey. Oh yeah. We wanted to do one for Love and Thunder, but uh. mm, yeah, we're about to get into that. So, but no heavy spoilers. But I was like, uh, no I think one of the reasons is why is because in Phase One, because this is Phase Four is essentially the new Phase One, right? Like we kind of have to restart uh, every single movie, kind of connected to the next one, just by having Nick Fury kind show of, up, just with that, just with the Nick Fury showing up at the end and being like, "Hey, I'm putting together a thing," right? To kind of give them all this like interconnectivity. And so far, each of the movies in Phase Four has ended. With something happening, but no one really knows what it is. What or why? Yeah. And I think, obviously, I think it kind of <clears throat> has to tie into multiverse shit. But because we all don't know what the next big thing is, or what we're building up towards, or why everyone's getting pulled away at the end of the movies to some different shit, and maybe it's because we're comic book illiterate, or we're just the fucking wider audience out there. It's kind of hard to have that hype, right? Because we all knew that by the second episode, like, oh fuck, they're setting up the Avengers, right? We barely knew what the Avengers was, but we knew they were setting up the Avengers. I have no idea what they're setting yeah, up. Yeah, and those yeah. were like those were B tier heroes before those movies oh. came out. Like for Avengers one, I my my hot take is I'm, I think Phase Four will be looked at as a solid one in the future because where do, after Endgame after Thanos you, you you just can't immediately roll into like here's this next thing happening. Mm-hmm. It's better to just let these standalone stories breathe a little bit. Yeah. You know, like what we got mad at DC. You for yeah. doing so, like, it, like Miss Marvel, that's there for all the brown people. Uh, freaking Moon Knight, like some Egyptian representation there, filming on location and everything. So it's the music. Like, let's actually these the small pockets of people I... invested again, and then naturally, organically weave it together. Yeah. Like I'm fine with it. That's what I kind of think they're doing, and that's why I think no one's feeling the hype. But I think probably retrospectively, whatever they do, whatever they land with, whatever the next big thing is. It's not going to be bad. It's either going to be okay. What, what's all this building up to? But I would argue that like this phase is, um, and again, I'm not a comic book reader, but I'm about to make a comic book comment. I I, <laughs> I feel like this is capturing the spirit. This phase has been capturing the spirit of the comics better than phase one because no, I definitely think that because like the comics are very fantastical. There's multiple Earths. There's like the multiverse. So there's like all these. Uh, you know, segmented stories that connect to the overall universe, but is kind of its own thing also. And I think they're doing that really well. But, man, I am starting to feel the fatigue a little bit. Like, here's the thing. Like, phase one was just movies, right? And there was a lot of time in between those movies to absorb that shit. But now with Disney Plus and the movies, we've had Marvel content damn near every other week. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's like it hasn't stopped. The faucet has been on. It is a lot. And they're and, doing the same with Star Wars. And and I don't feel like there's enough time in between these projects to like kind of soak it in before we get punched in the face with another one. I think that's where they might be kind of counterproductive is I feel like they're flooding their own market. You know what I mean? It's just it's a lot. And yeah, that's all. Yeah, and you know, there's no denying Eternals had some pacing issues. Mm-hmm. 
There's, well, I won't, I haven't seen Thor, but. Can, can I say something about Eternals? Eternals was so bad that they haven't addressed the thing. What? Yeah, have you, you guys have all seen no. Eternals? But, yeah. like, but they haven't addressed the big thing in any movies, like Statue of Liberty. Yeah, but falling. like the, the thing that happens in Eternals is like, there's a fucking Eternal sticking out of the earth. You yeah. know, like. That, like that's why they're that probably doing a, a Eternal, uh, what do you call it? Uh, celestial. Celestial, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a Celestial sticking out of the earth. It's just that specifically feels like it should have been addressed but we don't know somebody should have mentioned it be like hey what's going on we don't know the timeline like we don't know the timeline of things that could be the last i mean eternals was eternals no eternals was after endgame but we don't know when okay yeah yeah, the very last in the timeline for Facebook. so it could be the thing that they're addressing in whatever the big team-up movie is you're right that because also everybody on the planet saw uh what was the name of that one um celestial ashura or something yeah but they, everyone saw that he was in the sky. <clears throat> it's that big moment, and like no one addressed it. So I do think they're going to put that at the end of the timeline, or they're going to be like it was on another planet or another universe, or, or some they'll shit. be like, you know what? Just, just I thought Eternals was all it right. Happened. It wasn't super happened. great. I think <laughs> I, I think cool. Disney, from a marketing standpoint, knows what they're doing. They're collecting different subsets of groups now to get into to champion these very specific characters, and then whenever the new team up movie happens. It'll be like not everybody that watches it will recognize every person or has seen every story, but their friends will, and then you get to fill them in on it. Be like, oh, yeah. like, you didn't see Miss Marvel? I fucking love that. Here's yeah. why. Yeah. And then they, like it, it'll, it'll be shows up. And yeah, like that pocket of the audience will be really excited, yeah. and then uh, the Moon Knight pocket will be very excited. Yeah. I, I just don't think they can top it. We even said it before. You can't top Endgame. You can't. I, I don't think it'll and, ever and, be top. And it's because like the expectation for the first phase. Uh, or I'm sorry, like the first 10 years was that like it's all connected. To get the full extent of it, you have to watch all of it. Yeah. This phase, that's like damn near impossible with all the shows, all the movies. Like if you missed like, out on Hawkeye, yeah, you're going to be fine. Or, or somebody like brand new coming into Marvel now, not even having seen Iron Man or anything, you there there can no longer be an expectation for everybody to watch everything. But we're watching Naruto right now, so I, yeah. mean, I think people will do it. With, uh, oh, no, no, I mean, people, people of, uh... will do it, but like from a, from a marketing and writing standpoint, like Marvel cannot have the expectation. No, they cannot because that, can't... that every single person has seen everything. Well, you it's know how not... like shows go up to 100 episodes, like some hour-long shows. So with the finale of Miss Marvel, there is officially a hundred hours of content in the MCU, which doesn't That's feel not like bad. much. Like it's not too bad, right? Especially but considering movies, what we all do. The shows equal a hundred hours. So yeah. like it's not impossible, but it is daunting. I, and I, you know, if you if you haven't caught the train by now, then I don't know. Plus, I, I think like with. Endgame being such a cultural thing right now that I think Marvel can just reference it without even like if you just just got into the movies right and one of the movies is like yeah you remember what like Tony had to did everyone's gonna know that it was Tony Stark it doesn't matter if you watch any of the fucking movies or not you know who Tony Stark is yeah you know what happened in Endgame like it's so culturally big if someone says Avengers assemble and one of the other movies and the whole crowd goes nuts and you never saw any of the other movies you still know. I like the like post big Endgame era. Like we see murals of Iron Man. It's like we're living in a new age now. Like that was the past. We know it. So yeah. maybe people can watch this stuff without seeing it. One last thing. I also think they are just stalling for the X Men. Yeah, letting, letting the proper amount of years pass so we can forget about whatever Dark Phoenix was and whatever Apocalypse was and whatever New Mutants was. I know good people worked on those movies and like well done. I didn't but even see New they just it just. Mm. Hey, Maisie Williams. This wasn't the best decisions her. made, like behind this. Like I, I, I blame the execs for making decisions. Yeah. So I think they're trying to wait for it to be a, a, a breathable amount of time before, like, here's the new Wolverine, like, right? Because it would have been bad if, like, they just he popped up immediately. Yeah. So. 
Now we have our, well, can we talk about a Miss Marvel spoiler that everyone probably knows by now? Yeah. Do we? Do you guys, do you mind? Yeah, go for Yo, it. Hold on, no, no, I just watched it last night. It, like, Bruno was like, oh. it's some sort of mutation, and then it was like, was like, oh, shit. You think they're bringing uh, James McAvoy to play uh, Young Professor X? They I think he did a pretty good job. I mean, I think and I think Patrick Stewart needs a rest. Yeah. And Patrick Stewart's yeah. like damn near what, 90? I think they could still borrow from some of the cast from the older movies yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, um, I'm super excited for it. I think um, I think it ended with that and then with uh, fucking Carol Danvers showing up. It was like a one-two punch. Like y'all yeah. just set up two pretty big things. But her being a mutant, I think will be... Uh, I think it'll be cool. Plus, when she was like, it's just another label. So, everyone's familiar with what, like, X-Men is about. The 60s. Civil, uh, rights. civil rights movement. Um, just fucking injustice in general in the world. We're not bringing politics into comics. They were written with politics in them. Yeah. Mag- yeah. Magneto is <laughs> like Malcolm X. Yeah. And Xavier is Martin Luther King. Like, well, they're supposed to be, like... like sim- similarities. Yeah, similarities to those two. And just, like, with them being persecuted and hunted and people are trying to pass laws against them, but they're just born and want to live and exist and people are trying to find these reasons for them not to exist. It is a very loose parallel, but it's right there. And for Kamala Khan, I already have been dealing with the FBI watching the mosque. Like, when they show up at the mosque and she's just like, oh, the fuck y'all come here? You know we, like, one of the most watched places in this whole entire city, right? Like, silly move. But... With her already having to deal with her, like, Muslim, Pakistani, like, brown girl shit, that ties really well into mutants because, like, those are the kind of things mutants have to deal with. Mutants are an analogy for being gay, for being black, for just being different in America and them wanting you to assimilate and get rid of the thing that makes you different. But the thing that makes you different is what makes you you. And, like, Chi, I think, is going to do really good in them waters. I have to pee, nice. but also I think my dog has to pee. Give me two minutes, but go ahead. Yeah, that's tight. Um... Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. See, that that's that's where I'm kind of lost with this phase. Is like, there's some projects that are like, hell yeah, that was dope as fuck, and then other projects are making me really feel the fatigue. Can I can I segue into Love and Thunder now? Yeah, just let me tackle on the one last thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Captain America and Winter Soldier, they could have went way harder in. They made two big mistakes. One, making Carly Morgenthau uh, an actual terrorist by having to kill people for no reason. Y'all could have kept her neutral, and she could have been super interested to talk about if she's doing the right thing or the wrong thing. And all the other shit y'all didn't like kind of dance around a little bit like I think it could have went in way deeper than that can but I also say bad. one more thing yeah. they also fucked up by not going deeper with Ultron that that was a very good charismatic villain and also another very good charismatic villain Josh Brolin they could have gotten a little bit deeper Josh Brolin could have had his own TV series or... what are you you're talking about Thanos yeah Thanos. He, had a, he had his own fucking movie essentially what are you no, about? That he was wants to see Thanos doing good things I, no, not, but listen I'm talking about Thanos I know the movie's about Thanos but like the movie was about Avengers, everybody else. Thanos was the plot point, but not just about that. It was his movie. It, you was, it wasn't his it was movie. His movie. He wants to get something. He grows in order to get those things. It was an Avengers old. movie. Nah, no thing. Thanos. I'm talking about Infinity War, not Endgame. He, that was, Infinity War is a Thanos that was movie. Thanos' movie. That was literally Thanos' movie. He accomplishes his, his goal at the end. Think about this. He's introduced <laughs> as a character. You know what he wants. You know his crew. He works to get those but things. But he didn't get emotional backstory. He grows. He, grow, he did get an emotional no, backstory. I, I didn't. I, I think it was like two pop, two years, two pop cons ago, I found out that Thanos has a kids and he had a love story with some... Gamora. I didn't even know about any of that he shit. He kills Gamora in the movie. No, 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 not Gamora. There's, there's another girl that, with uh, Deadpool's wife, Deadpool's whatever. That's Deadpool. all in the comic books. Yeah, he's he in like, love with... In the comic books, he's in love with death and he's trying to do the snap... In 
in order to court you're death. Not, Again, but, like these Thanos backstories were really cool to know about. You're not gonna get. You got really good Thanos backstory. You're not gonna get a literal translation from the comics because, like, the movie, read the comics. The movies are not gonna go like verbatim with the comics. They're either gonna combine elements or take some of the. Like, him being in love with death shouldn't be that fantastical with all the other things that Marvel introduces. But they could almost some, do it now. But for some... They could almost do it now, but for some reason, if that they went in that direction, it would have been a little... Well, yeah. I think it would have been really Stra- cool. It would have been a little strange. It would have been, been like... A, you you should just read the comic books. Trust me when I say I that. I suck at reading. I want to watch TV. Get better at reading. Dude, comics... You suck at it because you comics, don't do it. Comics are the easiest thing to read because it's just like tiny little blurbs. I know it's easy to read, but it's also by comprehending it. You just gotta read it a couple of times, I mean, bro. Pictures. You want it bad enough, you'll get through it. It's a visual. Look, uh, I read the one where yeah, Court Steph is fun, but I, I I do really think that was his movie. The Avengers that, were in yeah. his way, and he got them out of Infinity his way. Infinity War. They were trying to stop him from doing his goal, and he fucking did it, baby. Yeah, I, I maybe if you guys want to say that was his movie. All right. <laughs> just rewatch it. Rewatch uh, it and think it's the Thanos movie. Uh, quick thoughts. Marvel. The Thor. The quick, Thor. Quick thoughts on Love and Thunder. Uh, no spoilers. I will not say spoilers, but I will say whether I like the movie or not. Um, okay, so No Way Home, loved it, amazing, incredible. Multiverse of Madness, loved it, awesome, incredible. Good job, Sam Raimi. All these shows coming out, you know, Moon Knight, I haven't seen Miss Marvel yet. Hawkeye, I didn't finish. Hawkeye and Love and Thunder really made me feel the fatigue. Love and Thunder very much made me feel the fatigue. Here's the thing, we, me and Obed went to go see this on Saturday, Mm-hmm. At 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. at the IMAX. Ooh. Prime, Prime time. time. Prime mm-hmm. time. Theater was like 60% empty. Everybody was just in the middle. And there was no but but there were still enough people to have that theater moment. Yeah. Dude, I sat in that movie in a silent theater. Like not no one laughed. No one re- Um, I'll I'll talk about one specific thing. We know Jane is Mighty Thor. Right, that's in the trailers. I just thought of, she was called Lady Thor. I didn't know her name, but yeah, sure. Lady Thor, Mighty Thor, whatever. It's, it's, it's so we know like it's she. We've seen that in the trailer, right? She gets Mjolnir. She gets the hammer. The explanation is in the movie. It's fine. It's whatever. Now co- contrast that with Captain getting Mjolnir, mm-hmm. right? That was set up so many movies ago. That was like a slow burn for a few years, and then when he finally gets that hammer, it's like. Holy shit! You know, like I remember that moment when he finally picks up the hammer. Vision picks it up in that movie. Too. Well, not in that movie, but in that movie, were fantastic. It just feels like it was kind of duct taped together. That's all. Hmm. And it was this movie. This movie really made me feel the fatigue. But you know, go Damn. into go into it with your own you know expectations. Oh, I'm 100. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it still. But it was fine. I I don't know, man. See, I was, think that's the thing. You was, don't want a Marvel movie to be fine. It was that's fine. unfortunate because Thor is the first to get a fourth standalone movie. He's the only Marvel hero out of all of them to get a fourth movie. Yeah. And I and I loved Ragnarok so much that I felt like it was a new start to his character. So what I, what I, what Obed told me is Gore's storyline and Jane's storyline are like two separate. Did you just com- call Thor Gore? Gore. No, Gore the God Butcher. That's the villain. Gore oh, the God Destroyer. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Well. The, Sure. That's it's, fine. Anyways, so this is now. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, good. Those are those are two separate comics, and they kind of mash them for this movie. So that's what it is. Like like Natalie Portman is an A-list actor. Christian Bale is an A-list actor. I feel like they should have just focused on like one of them. You know, you got Christian Bale for a movie, and I feel like he was very 
underutilized. Was Christian Bale the villain? Yeah. Oh, I want to see this. And he was incredible. I loved him. It was amazing. <laughs> so it was a good I just, I think there's always a way to balance, you know? Like all and, that's what, and that's what it was. The balance seemed off. I mean, look at Endgame. Look the, ba- at the, balance, the balance seemed very off in this one. Taika Waititi still directing? Yeah, Taika Waititi. And he usually never misses, so it's unfortunate. Oh, I mean, he here's the thing about never missing. You're going to miss gonna eventually. Miss. <laughs> gonna miss Unfortunately, it was... It sucks that it had to be Tofo. Uh, that's just my opinion. You know, it's it's getting pretty good reviews online, so I could be dead wrong. How's here. Rotten Tomatoes so, giving it? Yeah. Oh, I, while I'm, I'm sure. asking Surge this question, I'll check Rotten Tomatoes. Surge, why did we stay outside in the hot sun for three hours on Wednesday? Oh, guys, we did a Miss Marvel skit, but it was more of a dance. It was a Bhangra dance performance. Bhangra is a type of Punjabi folklore dancing. It's, it's uh, where does it it's, come it's from? In the evolved folklore? now. Farming and <laughs> doing household chores, but you, you know, like it evolves naturally over time, yeah. like Screwing anything. Screw in the light bulb, yeah. mop, the the light bulb mop the floor, wipe the, the window. I only ask because Screw I think that some of the moves are like mop really aggressive, and I just think about people in the fields being like, this is the only way to get the corn out of here. It's like pulling <laughs> weed. So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you pull the sugar cane, you break it over your knee. That'd be didn't have much time. I'm sure, I hope most of you have seen it by now. I'm sure you have. We did not have a lot of time to prepare. We practiced Monday a little bit, and then we practiced Tuesday a little more, and that was it. It was pretty solid for that amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, you know, it was about a one minute of dancing, and you'd think that'd be quick, but we were out there filming for like three fucking oh, hours. Yeah, maybe like in that long time. Did we perform like ten or twelve times? Oh, I think yeah. so. Oh, easily. We got like an audience randomly, and like Fishers, <laughs> yeah. like, all these moms and their babies like put blankets out, and they're just like, "Oh, what's this?" So the location we filmed is like a little local amphitheater where they have like small concerts all the time. So we knew that was gonna be a good location to film. We did not expect a big ass American flag to be there. That was just, <laughs> that was just free production value. One of my favorite comments from the video was just like, "Oh my god, the the backdrop of the American flag. This is amazing. Like, this is it what worked it, out in our this, yeah. this is what America's about. This is the, one of the best things I've ever seen." And I was like, "That flag. That, that was just free production. <laughs> we're we're still a melting pot." From my pragmatic ass, I was like, "It doesn't matter because no matter where we pointed the camera, there were ten flags in every shot. <laughs> like, what you couldn't see is that from where you're at right there, there's 360 degrees of flags all the yeah. way around." that ends on this giant flagpole with an even bigger flag up there. So I was like, no matter which angle we film from, it's going to be making a statement. You we went with the biggest it, one. You wanted to do it in the sun. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God you talked me out of that. I was like, there's a stage right there with I just shade. I didn't think we'd be allowed to. And so yeah. it was... You know, it's, no extra permission, baby. Hey, yeah, That's it America. Was, it was one of those, Honestly, it was yeah, one we didn't get no permits, guys. We just we just went there. If Fish's police Allegedly. did come by and did say something, <laughs> I think we could have got away with it. They, they're not going to shut down a brown team it would make them look bad they would have been like excuse me is that a meal newer oh, oh my god bro yeah the police don't care about looking bad that is their pr <laughs> but uh the all the moms coming in with the kids because like they probably thought it was like a performance like you legit but it looked the, like they enjoyed it the a little funniest bit. thing was is like they trickled in one by one but when they realized we were just like youtubers yeah. or something they all left collecting <laughs> we're talking like 30 plus people i don't think it was because of us i think they were all at a daycare or something because oh, there's there's no way go. they all just cleared out it was it was, it was a phenomenon it was so yeah. funny it was so funny they just all left all at once it didn't seem like they knew each other like no, <laughs> no one was sitting they together they weren't talking with each other but they all definitely left at the same time so maybe <laughs> like i don't know maybe their watch was maybe like yo gabba gabba's about to drop a new yeah. one or something. <laughs> I don't know. Something happened. Peppa they had to film a reaction for Yo Gabba Gabba. Uh, I had to say like, "Hey, 
we're not professionals. This is a practice performance. That is like people <laughs> were just, just watching like, like something was gonna happen. Yeah. They're like, okay. <laughs> I, I think Sergio did a really good job. I like that we got to culturally you, represent. Man, I think you guys you did a really good job too. I'm proud of Pat for dancing. Bro, that yeah. shit was. I remember there was mo- so the ebb and flow was like Serge posted this video of him going like hella ham, and like in the video it feels like there's a couple of natural like stopping points. I was like, fuck. Oh, okay, okay. I'm like trying my hardest. I'm the one who's not in any bunger outfit, so I'm in like church pants. Oh, yeah, trying to like, pants on, yeah. I was like, oh my I'm god, gonna, like I'm, just sweating. I was I was hurting literally until like today. Like I woke up this morning it was my first morning not in pain because we put in. Dude, fucking same, work. I'm still feeling my back is still killing me. You can tell like I was editing it with the takes. Like our energy just goes down. <laughs> like by the end, we're like. <laughs> We're not athletes. <laughs> Next time we'll film the end part first. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll film the beginning part. And in that way, when you watch the cut, the people will be like, they got a little sloppy in the middle, but they really came back. In the end. <laughs> I think as our first, you know, because surprisingly, people want us to do this. We're like, will you do this for Naruto? Oh my God. <laughs> like, or for uh. My Hero Academia? So this is our. <laughs> Yo, there's bummer versions of that shit. Like, oh we can try. Look, there's this was our first one. We will have more practice next time. This one was a time crunch because we wanted to get it out for Miss Marvel. But Mickey has been doing bhangra for a while now yeah. too. I've been doing it since I was like, give me eight. So drop drop a bhangra beat that matches to Bluebird. No, I could do Heroes Comeback. Oh no! Like, well, everybody sorry. stand up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was already kind of got a little bit of a, a little bit of a saucy. Beat All you gotta to do it. is that. A... <laughs> um, what I love about every time we do it is that like it's I, I don't know why I find it surprising but like when Mickey brings it like every time I'm because I was dancing next to Mickey every time I look over there and this motherfucker smiling and you doing the wind up with the the arm and shit I'm yeah. like that's right if Mickey's going ham I'm going ham I too. You smiling too. You gotta you gotta get the head shake. Right. There. You know you're like, like you start off the kind of tired you look over you see Mickey's face you're like look Mickey's going Mickey's going 120 <laughs> over there but you just over there fucking getting it. Like, you better get it you too. too. Corey said she liked your black boy joy. Yeah she's like I like your, your <laughs> black boy joy. Black boy joy. I never joy. heard that. Like, I never Thanks, heard Corey. We got black boy joy out here. We're bringing it. I was. I'm glad she said that because, like, I was absolutely dying. <laughs> I was a diva on set. I was every between every take. I was like, I gotta go sit in this chair over here and just try not to realize yeah. that we're in hour two point five of this shit. Like, <laughs> and y'all, Pat, don't dance for any of our friends' weddings. I'm telling you, <laughs> he danced for him. y'all. Hey, I did it for the views, y'all. I did it for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> for the views, baby. You know, that's what's funny about our culture is like. As much as, like, when growing up, your parents would be like, no, you got to be a doctor or engineer or something with, like, guaranteed money. Like, for a culture that's so heavy on their kids becoming, like, something like a doctor or something, like, we love to perform. Like, performing at an Indian wedding is almost like a given. If you're if you're close, yeah, then at weddings and functions, we're, like, breaking it down and being creative. It's like, our culture has this weird dichotomy of, like, being incredibly creative, but also wanting to suppress it. It's, like, yeah, even with clothing and stuff, like, maybe they're a little more lax now, but moms and parents being like, oh, you can't wear that, but to girls... And then they're cheering for uh, Sheila Kichawani, that song that came out. And she's fucking like, these little tube tops. <laughs> I would like to meet Sheila. Yeah, I want to meet Sheila too. Asking for a friend. Uh-uh. We should be reacting to Indian music videos. They're fucking hype. So speaking of being talking about dancing and Indian people right now, I just want to say as a reminder, you guys need to watch RRR. Yes. There I is a point in the middle where the British white dudes like you fucking slovenly yes, fucking goons. You guys part. don't know that how to dance. Let me show you culture. What about the Charleston? 
The other funny part is that every single move, dance move that the British dude does is from a different culture. Because, yeah. like, I don't know what any British dance moves are. I'm sure there's, like, some old school Celtic shit or something. Well, but he did the Charleston and, like, the black dude on the drums was like, bro, that shit's from, like, South Carolina. We know that. He did, was like, what about flamenco? And it's like, Spanish, Spanish, tango, Spanish. You're like, all right. So then he just, like, challenges, like, these dudes. And he's just like, I bet you guys don't know anything about dance. And they're like, oh, and they like, they like flip the cymbal over on the drum set, and somehow it's making like fucking dull sounds damn near. (laughs) And then it's just five minutes of pure. I get goosebumps, pure unadulterated (laughs) joy. While these fucking Indian dudes are just like, we don't know how to do what, (laughs) bitch. We've been farming. Did you not know? (laughs) Do you not know? It just goes hell nonstop. Don't say anything else because we are. I think we're gonna react to it, me, you, and Runa, and possibly Spidey for the Telugu version because it's got it smashed over 200k views in like five days, and I stupidly wrote because everyone was like, can the other crew please do another reaction? But this this one was great. They loved your guys' reaction. They said it was like perfect, but. They want to see ours too, yeah. so I wrote like some unrealistic, like okay, if this goes past 10k likes, because we don't get that many likes, and it's at like 12k. That's good for the algorithm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Really, really uh, I definitely say do it. That's all. That's that's my only one spoiler I, thing. I, I, I that the it, big yeah. dance scene in the middle is because people fucking commented crazy. like Mickey and Serge should do the footwork from. Our- oh, you guys, no bunger. You guys been doing this for years. But I want to see you guys try what those guys were doing. I, I this is no way. Let's do it. Right, we've set up let's another un, a ridiculous <laughs> dance proposal has now been set. Uh, we could do okay. There's a there's a I don't know if she's a TikToker or Instagrammer, but like she does like famous dances. Like she'll have a TV behind her mm-hmm. where like the dance is happening, and she just kind of matches the choreo. So we could we could do, do something yeah, like that. We could do that. Well, uh, away from that, Mickey's got a quick gimme update, and then we're on to a couple of Pat things. Just and the, as you guys know, Pat I'll, things are our favorite things. I'll keep this super quick. So we've been building our gaming setup downstairs. Shout out to Blind Wave, kind of inspired by their setup. Um, it's done. We stole theirs. It's, we it's it. done. Things are installed. Yes. Games are being installed. I think we're going to be ready to group stream. Um, I feel like we could be ready today, but we got a lot going on today. So we're, we'll do a group stream next week. It'll probably be fall, guys, but I'm just, I'm so excited about it. I'm very happy with how it turned out. Um, Elden Rings is a very difficult game. I'm on the final boss. I tried playing it for four, I or I played it for four hours last night, couldn't beat it. Stream saw me just get completely dejected by the end. <laughs> so if you want to see me just, just absolutely eat shit at this final boss. For four hours. For four, possibly another four hours. Join me next time. Just look out for the notifications. But yeah, gaming setup downstairs, pretty much done. Super excited about it. So we'll have some really awesome gaming. We- so Check if you want to actually interact Twitch. with us in the chat, we're only going to look at the Twitch chat. So we're, we're simulcasting on both to let people know that these podcasts are a thing still. But we like to shift people to Twitch for most of our live content. So yes, please uh, go there if you want to chat with us. So now no guarantees, but we look at the chat sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, Pat. Uh, Which, what I what I think you should do uh, address <laughs> the boys thing you want to address. We'll talk about that for a bit, but then I want to end it with a Pat Ponders. Okay, I think ending with a Pat Ponders, and then uh, coming up with a title for this podcast, which is a new thing that we're doing before we end it and do the rate. That's uh, just it says Marvel Phase Four for now, but I don't know what we can call it. 
Well, we're gonna ask the audience. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Oh, audience! Before we finish up, we're doing a new thing where we're trying to uh, come up with names for the podcast during the podcast. If you guys got any good names about this, or if you thought that we were on any specific kind of tangent or rolling with something, like let us know down in the comments. Surge, you got your phone open over there? I do. I got sure it on my be Twitch, Twitch chat. Twitch chat. It's Twitch on Twitch. Chat. So YouTubers, if y'all got some good ideas for this, going over to Twitch right now. Oh, you got plenty of time. Twitch. Think of a good name. Uh, if not, we're just gonna end up naming it in house. But no, I thought it'd be fun to interact with y'all like that. Pat. All right, so uh, I just want to address one comment, and it was just one comment. I've seen a bunch of comments about boys and me liking Homelander. I understand me liking Homelander is going to bring some comments out with no big deal. Um, there's just, there's one comment that kind of I think crossed the line, uh, and it was and it didn't care. It was it was about me, but also the kind of brought my my family into it, and that's uh, what that was the one where I'm like, yo, you know, that's got me pissed off about it, it was um and i wanted back and like and it was only one comment and it doesn't paint a picture about everyone else in the like the fandom of that show or our fans and that comment also didn't get that many likes either so it's not like everyone was what like, was it you're building the yeah so essentially it was they're saying like how can someone like me be and then like someone me like low homelander and like me liking him how can you guys and my family be surrounded by me like i get you guys god <laughs> why jesus christ and i'm like dude like seriously they I, that's just like one hour of you get to see me on tv and then <laughs> i have 18 hours well probably don't know my math but i have 23 hours hours i'm outside of tv not reacting doing other stuff that does not portray what i'm showing you on tv and second like me liking a, a villain on tv does not make me be i still don't understand the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath i know a psychopath is someone who's bad but they don't they don't know they're bad and a sociopath is someone who's bad and they're okay being bad which that does not make sense if like that that a sociopath does not make sense to me because like that like that fucks with your identity so if that fucks with your identity then you really can't be a sociopath like that's the difference subject. so i think what would also help is like you you ham it up a little bit right yeah your yeah. reactions because people do all kinds of video essays of why homelander is the best character of the boys and he carries that show but yeah. it's, it's for the reasons of like he represents absolute un unleashable like uncontained power like the, the the authority that you have to bend down and suck their dick no matter what you gotta assuage their ego there's nothing you can do about it because they are in charge like it's like a it's it's a fascinating character and then he has a little bit of human parts in him too but like i think it's when you're like cheering for like yeah fucking decapitate this person right that and might then, that might and, and then, then, my, you, my, then that's you just like having fun it's then, then, then and my, he likes drama you like like, drama. That, like my thing yeah. is like we all watch TV for an escape, and if I'm watching for an escape, let me enjoy my escape the way I want to enjoy. It. I don't judge other people wanting to see fluffy shit all the time. Like you know, I, if I want furries, furries, like you know, like if they want to see like happy, luck, luckily going shit all the time, and not see fucked up shit, and that's how they want to escape. That's totally fine. But my escape, you know, if I want to see fucked up shit, and if it doesn't fuck me up, I, I don't like. I don't think I've ever, when I watched TV or played it, like it's, like it's like saying people playing game, video games gonna fuck them up too. It's like I don't think I've ever done something like that and then go out in real life and then portray. Like that. you like the Red Wedding, right? Yeah, Red Wedding episode. That was a great. Time. That was great. It was that was fuck like something I've never seen before and it was like phenomenal. People dying <clears throat> left and right. Don't see that shit. People love punching dogs in video games, but that don't mean you do it in real life, Chris. 
I have a hard time punching dogs in video games. Yeah, how I could died, you do that? I died. I, bro. I, I killed kill grandmas in video games, but I can't even shoot a dog in a video oh, game. Oh, y'all are pussies. I punch a dog across the block and it <laughs> shotgunned his ass. Man, point blank. Okay. The, no, it, okay. It doesn't make me crazy, but I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Pat. Like, you know, however you chill is how you chill. Yeah, I. I, I no, go ahead. I, I, the animals in video games. There was one time it, when I first turned on uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 and I was playing it and I was uh, exploring. And I uh, hijacked a horse cart. It was like a banking cart. Yeah. Hijacked it, drove it away, got away from the people, got off the horse, went to the bank cart, and I was like, the door was locked, right? And I I had some dynamite. And I was like, oh, this makes sense. I'll just blow the door open. I put the dynamite on the cart. It blows up. The horse is on on fire. The full, I don't know if they killed actual horses. (laughs) To, gra- to grab the foley, but like the way the horses were screaming, like it haunts me to this day. It was too real, man. I was like, I felt so bad for killing those horses. Like they were screaming. It it's code. I didn't like Chris. Uh, the Last of Us Two. Roger Rohith mentioned. I didn't like killing the dogs in that game either. I mean, they were trying to kill you, so it was a little more acceptable. But Bravo. still, it was like it was a little good thing. Shoot a dog in the fucking <laughs> face. Y'all are nuts. Right now, a little Barkington. I love hey. dogs in real life, but in a video game, they can all eat a fucking dick, bro. Quick, quick shout out. Dogs. Quick shout out to Sloppy Joe Pineapple. Thank you for gifting some subs to everybody. Oh, thank you, Joe. Oh, thank, you. thank you. Yeah, Joe. yeah, yeah. So, uh, Pat, what's your Pat Ponders? All right, so my Pat Ponders did not come in the shower this time around. Excuse it, me? It did not come in the shower. Oh, okay. What do you mean? I, th- I heard that completely different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard you say, I didn't come in the shower this time around, and I was like... I don't know what we're leading into. <laughs> no. uh, anyway, so I was probably the best place to. Um, so, true. Um, anyways, yeah, I, my pad partners came when I was in the gym. I just had my pre workout in. I was feeling good. I was I was high as well. So you know, <laughs> it was really really good. And I just got done with a set. And I was just I was doing a set. And I saw this guy. This guy is probably mid, probably in his fifties. I wouldn't say forties. Probably in his fifties. Heavy set dude. Um, and he, you know, like there's tryhards out there, like we'll have every single gym equipment on and they're ready to lift. So he's one of those dudes. Again, nothing wrong with that. Um, he's one of those dudes. And I'm like, um, to myself. So, so he was occupying a bunch of different machines at one time? No, no. So what he, would, he would just like, he would have like wrist wraps and then he, which does not make sense. He would have wrist wrap, but then he would also have wrist straps, which you shouldn't have both on because it, it, would, it doesn't work that well. And then he would have this, the straps where his elbow. He just had all the, he just, he just he had, had all the Yeah, he just had all the accessories on. Um, like, all the, all the stuff, you know, just to be like a hardcore lifter. Um, but he does not look like a hardcore lifter. And he was in his 50s. And uh, I'm like, man. I was like, and the, the, what I'm about to say right now is going to come off really harsh and horrible. But let me finish it after the whole thing. Buckle up. Big, because I have a good around. message. I'm going to bring it back. All right, all the way to the end. And Let's hear what you to got to end. say. We're not so, going to say shit. I, when, I, when I saw this guy, and I just got done with my finish, my son, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I hope I don't turn out like him when I grow up like a loser in my mind i was like i hope i don't sound like to be a loser like him when i grow up and then i i just like because you know like he's been doing this for a while and i've been doing this for a while and then i guess i just get doing my set and then my set i'm doing it and i again this is why people need to work out because work out does not works like works with your muscles also works with your brain and it releases different in, like endorphins and chemicals so when i was doing my set as things were like i was feeling more empathy like i was thinking more and i'm like when i was thinking more i was like 
well, I may think he's a loser because he was doing this so long. And then someone else in the gym may think of him as who's someone who's winning or someone who's a winner because he's getting out of his comfort zone. He's doing something that's different. And someone may idolize him. Well, I may think he's a loser. So what I'm getting at is like wherever you are at, don't ever put yourself down because or you're doing something different because you may see you may think you're a loser. Someone else may think you're a loser, but there's also someone else out there. That I may also think that you're a winner or you're doing something outside of your comfort zone that you never thought you could do. So, like, my biggest message is, is just don't ever think you're a loser because there's someone else that wishes that you did, they had what you had or wish that they were you because... This is a very special you know, ponderous. Okay, yeah, this is a very special episode. Because, wow. like, you never know <laughs> what... Because you may never know what someone else think, think of you. Beautiful. I think you're careful. Fuck is it? Are we in a question, but that's universe? awesome. Huh? You usually ask a question, but that, this is beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that was no question. It was just what I thought about. And I was like, man, because like, there was also another guy. I was like, when we used to do Vima, and there was this guy. Um, <laughs> a multi-level marketing pyramid oh scheme. Yes. Where they tried to sell me pop. pop. We should have a pop. And there was Alex, Alex Morton. It wasn't Alex Morton, but it was a guy named. I don't care, I don't care if we call him out because I don't like him. YPR, Young People uh, Revolution, bro. There was this, like, his buddy, Whoa. Sloppy Joe, the let's, big dude. Let's, yeah. you so, know, maybe yeah. keep names. And not just, his last name, but yeah. Why Sloppy not? Joe's a nickname. His name yeah. is Alex Morton. Yeah, and they also, I just don't want to get, you know. Like, Fuck him. Alex Morton. Fuck Alex Morton. I'll be here for it. Anyways, it wasn't Alex Morton, but it was one of his whatever. It was sloppy, whatever. And this guy, I was like, man, I hope I never turn around like him because he was just always lacking off his friends. Like, I always see him lacking off Alex Morton. I always see him lacking off Brad. And I'm like, I just don't want to ever turn out like him. And that was, and I, me now, after the gym, I was thinking, I was like, man, they might be, there might be someone else, like, man, they wish they were in sloppy's position just to be having access to this type the of friends thing. like that that's got your back. Yeah. yeah. So you just you just never know. Like don't judge a book by cover. Don't judge a book by its cover. All right, sorry, nice. Alex Morton. I won't judge you by a cover, but you do lead a thing that loses people a lot of money. If he did shitty things, yeah, yeah. then fuck him. So, uh, I think you guys should do a Vima thing because I was once dating a girl who was like, my friend AJ is trying to get a... me to sell uh, pop. Have you heard of this? And she like had paperwork, and I was just like, took that shit and was like, that guy, guy. I was like, stay away from that. Just don't. Don't 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 fuck with it. I um, hope we're not cut out. I want to apologize for the crashes. Apparently, the stream's been crashing several times. Oh, shit. Uh, sorry. We are waiting on good internet at the new studio still, and the company is just delaying things and being typical. You know, people are understaffed, so I, I don't know what's going on there. Can't judge a book by its cover. But you know, it's taking a lot longer than it, it was supposed oh, to. We're supposed to have our high speed internet by now, and like we have high speed internet, but it's not like full throttle what we what we want like fiber yeah so uh thank you again sloppy joe for gifting the subs thanks joe stay following stay subscribed man yeah uh well y'all thanks for hanging out and checking out the podcast i was supposed to let spencer know when we were finishing but i did not so i'm gonna get up and hit the end of the podcast button but stick around for the raid we're gonna be doing that also if anybody on youtube is wondering what the raid is the raid is when we go to other people's youtube or twitch channels we tell them the normie sent their regards sometimes we show up with 200 people while somebody's playing minecraft and we're just like yo normies in this bitch and then they stick around and hang out and watch him play minecraft more so now that i've said that i've conjured spencer and he's here spencer i'm sorry conjure. Uh, hit the button baby he's been conjured. Wow, 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 wow.